Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 641, How Long Should I Wait for a Real Commitment? by Evan Mark Katz of evanmarkkatz.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another Monday episode of ORD to kick off your week. I am your host, Greg Audino, and I am here every weekday to help you optimize your relationships by narrating some of the best relationship blogs online. Now, everyone knows how hard it is to make any sort of committed decision these days, so if you are dating and feel as though you're stuck in the waiting game when it comes to getting a commitment, today's author, Evan Mark Katz, has some advice for you. So, let's hear what he has to say and start optimizing your life. How Long Should I Wait for a Real Commitment by Evan Mark Katz of evanmarkkatz.com Quote, Hi Evan, I love your column and think you do a great job of answering questions and concerns with sympathy, empathy, and insight. Flattery aside, I have a dilemma. I've been dating my boyfriend for three years now. I'm truly happy with him about 90% of the time. We discussed moving in together when my lease is up in October but now I know he's not ready. He's really independent and values his alone time. I tell him that he can still have that if we're living together, but he's still not sure when he'll be ready. That worries me. He feels really strongly about living with me and equates it to marriage. We knew a couple who broke up after living together. I asked if that's why he doesn't want to move in, because he's afraid we'll break up and it'll be a pain to move out. He said he's not worried, that if we move in together, he's sure we'll stay together like it's a forever thing. Right now, we see each other four to five times a week, and I mostly stay at his place. He also has this professional project that's a big priority. He's been working on it for more than two years, so I don't know if that's also a factor in why he's reluctant to move forward. We almost never fight, but when we do, it's always about the bigger issue, our future together. I want more, but he's not ready. I've told him that I'll wait and believe he'll be worth it. I know this all sounds like justification, but he really has made improvements in the past year. Before me, he was in two longer-term relationships, and he said that he'd never had what we have now, that he's never even considered marriage and kids with anyone else before, and that I'm not just his girlfriend, I'm his best friend. He's never even considered giving a girl a key to his apartment. But when he moved this past July, he let me decorate slash organize his kitchen, which he said was big for him because he likes to be in control of that. I told him that, regardless of what the future holds, I won't regret any of the time we've had together because I love him. So I realized that I'd said I'd wait for him, but I still find myself trying to pressure him to take the next step. 
I think I need to stop if I truly believe it when I say that I'll wait and be patient, but I'm not sure how to just back off and give him the space he needs to make a decision. Am I being completely foolish and just a pathetic girl? I truly believe that a lot of couples don't have what we have, but a lot of those couples still have more commitment, and therein lies the rub. So I'm seeking an outsider's view. Help? Thanks, Sophie. Dear Sophie, I know you're looking for advice, but I want to use your email as a teaching tool. See, I edited Sophie's letter for brevity, really I did, where she mentioned how her relationship started, seeing each other once a week, then twice a week, then three times a week. By being patient and not putting pressure on her boyfriend, she allowed it to develop into a healthy, loving relationship that has a chance of going the distance. Had she not taken this stance, her boyfriend would have bailed, and she would not have the chance of going the distance. So, while you might think, yeah, but she may have wasted three years on a guy who won't marry her, you'd be mistaken. Sophie said herself that her relationship wasn't a waste of time, no matter what happens next. She's just, rightfully, insecure that her boyfriend's afraid of taking the next step. But what course of action gives Sophie better options? Cutting him off after a few months because he's not positive that she's the one? Or patiently allowing him to fall in love with her, to consider her his best friend, to know that he can't picture his life without her? I think the answer is obvious. I proposed to my wife after 14 months because my girlfriend was 38, and we both wanted kids, and I was a dating coach who finally figured out what was important in life. But my story is the exception. I have three very close friends who were with their girlfriends for three years before proposing. Their girlfriends were all three to four years older, and they were feeling far more biological pressure than I suspect that you do. And yet, despite their ticking clocks, they hung in there patiently, just like you, right up until the three-year mark. That's when they decided to leave if they didn't get a ring. As well they should. At the three-year mark, there's literally no new information that your boyfriend is trying to gather about you. He loves you. He's attracted to you. He enjoys hanging out with you. He has everything he wants with you. Which is why it's so comfortable for him to keep things exactly the way they are now. The problem is that it's not comfortable for you to walk this tightrope investing more and more time with a man who's not ready to commit. Thus, the only leverage you have is to walk away from him and see if he follows. Sure, you can wait for another year. Sure, you can move in together. Sure, you can discuss a future together. But this doesn't give you what you're looking for. This is just moving deck chairs around the Titanic, spinning wheels, making noise. These are just things that you might do to avoid breaking up, but they don't ensure that you'll be together forever. If you want to be married, it's time for him to step up and marry you. If he doesn't want to marry you, it's time for him to let you go. After three years, there are no valid excuses, only some version of I'm not ready or I'm not sure. Too bad, mister. You had three years to figure it out. You don't get three more. You talk about your boyfriend's professional priorities that prevent him from proposing. Bullshit. My best friend is getting married this week even though he's quitting his safe job as a lawyer to start his own company. I assure you, if your guy wanted to marry you, it would happen. What you don't want is to be the woman who holds on, hopefully giving him everything he wants and sacrificing everything that you want. I know someone who has spent seven years, her childbearing years, waiting for her boyfriend to propose. He negotiated for her to move in with him, and that's where they stand. Satisfying for him, not so much for her. If you're willing to be that woman, the one who waits forever for the day that never comes, and that's your prerogative. 
You'll have another three years with your boyfriend. What you won't have is a husband. Because he doesn't want to be a husband. And you knew it. And you ignored it. And there's no one to blame at that point but you. You did the right thing to get here, Sophie. Now cut the patience, get your answers, or move on. Good luck. You just listened to the post titled, How Long Should I Wait for a Real Commitment? by Evan Mark Katz of evanmarkkatz.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You know, I love a good advice column, and Evan sure has one of them. Thank you so much to him for letting us read some more of his material. Knowing when and where to draw the lines in relationships that really touch our hearts is no easy task. We're vulnerable. We want to give our partner space. But it's essential to remember that both parties are growing and changing constantly. So, if you feel a strong, persistent change occurring in you, such as feeling more and more prepared for marriage, these are always changes to listen to, communicate, and potentially take action on. If a part of who you are is pressing and that part is not expressed, your partner isn't knowing the real you anymore. You understand? It can be tough to process sometimes, though, and that's why there are grounded outside perspectives like Evan to consult when you feel your vision is getting blurred by feelings. We've all been there. And with that, we are going to wrap things up for today. On our next episode, we have a post written by yours truly that's all about friendship. Oh boy. I'll see you tomorrow, guys, where your optimal life awaits.